0: on guys dk back at you with another video here it's ready on the western conference finals game six showdown site between the phoenix suns and the la clippers if you guys are new to the channel welcome my name is dk i make daily videos and live stream for nba and nfl sites on DraftKings. also make videos for pga daily fantasy sports and nba top shot if you're interested in pga daily fantasy sports i have a video already up for the rocket mortgage classic which starts on thursday if you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, i also upload an Apple podcast link in the description below. It's called the DKDFS show. And if you could leave a five-star rating and review guys, that would help me out a lot. If you're interested in signing up for premium content off that on patreon.com an esports package, it includes Call of Duty and CSGO, as well as an NBA package. Now if you sign up for the NBA package, you'll get those, uh, the PGA golfer data sheets for free uh, that I use every single week in my videos. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So, if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, there's a couple different ways you can play here. Number one is straight up, you just take over/under on fantasy points. So, they Prize Picks will post players and the projected fantasy scores, and you either take the over or the under. So, Paul George projected for 54 and a half fantasy points. Again, do you have the under? Do you have the over? For me, if this game is competitive, I like the over on Paul George. We'll go over it. You know, we'll talk about him in DraftKings in a minute here, but. Uh, besides the last game, he, he had two really bad shooting games, and he's still in for 50-plus fantasy points. So um, I think I, I leaned the over there on a guy like Paul George at 54.5. Let's see. Does anything else stand out? So, yes. Yes, it does. Uh, Nick Batum at 13. Marcus Morris, 20.5. If Avicii Zubac is not available to play, I like the over in those. Now, we saw a situation where uh, Trey Young got ruled out tonight, and I made a video on price picks. I was like, hey. I think the biggest edge is you have notifications on for Fancy labs. You get that notification if, if there's an injury, you get a notification, you see Trey Young is out. I, I said immediately, I'm like, hey, immediately you take the over on all those Hawk secondary like options. You take the over, right? Lou Williams, there's uh it was, I would say about a five-minute span, maybe a little bit less, but like Lou Williams is at like 10 fancy points, obviously that one over. Uh Bogdanovich, Herder, they were at like 20, right? All the Hawks were way lower than they should be uh, for a few minutes. So, so you have to like hop in it really quick when you see that. So, monitor Vichy Zubach. If we get news, again, right away that he, if you get, get news that is out, you got to hop on the prize picks and take the over on Batum, take the over on Marcus Morris, those guys are going to play big, big minutes if Zubach can't go. So, uh, and then finally, uh, the sync sing- they also have single stat daily fantasy sports where you can take the over under on points, straight up of points, assist rebounders, three pointers made. So if you guys want to try it out, we can sign up. You just go DKDFS, DKDFS, all one word link down below. You a 100% match up to a hundred dollars. Basically you put a hundred dollars in, you get a free hundred dollars to play with. And again, they have every single sport you can think of. You can also mix and match sports. So, uh, before we get in the video, I just want to give you guys a special shout out again. For coming in every single day and checking out these videos, checking out the live streams. We had almost 200 concurrent viewers on just the shorter you know, showdown live streams, but thank you to everyone coming to check those out. Um, if you guys do enjoy this content, if you could leave a like on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you don't live. As always, I will be live tomorrow, so make sure to check it out and let's try to aim for 100 likes on this video. All right, so before we hop in and talk about this show on site, we got to look back at the show on site tonight. And tonight, It went really, really well for myself and a lot of you, because I was hammering home once we got news that Lou Williams was starting. I am not only playing Lou Williams, what I thought was obvious, I was like, I think you play him, and I think you play him in the captain spot, and that's what I did, and that's what a lot of you guys did, and we shared a massive takedown, so... Um, again, nothing crazy for me, like monetary wise, again, I've been really, you know, playing lighter just on these show on because there's a lot of variance involved, but this was just a $20 entry. Again, that's kind of, I've just been playing those big tournaments, the $20 entry, 150k to first, and I took down. So Lou Williams and the captain with Giannis, unfortunately, oh, I mean, I wasn't watching that game, but was it hyperextended knee? That is not good, right? Ugh, that is hoping he can come back. Um, I'm guessing he can't come back in the series, though. But, yeah, that is really, really unfortunate. Went with Middleton, Drew Holiday, uh, Kevin Herter, and Bogdanovich. So, I actually wanted to get John Collins in my lineup. My take was, on Patreon, I was like, hey, I think you played three of the four of John Collins, Lou Williams, Herter, Bogdanovich. And, a full disclosure, I actually had John Collins as a core play. But I didn't have a ton of time to mess with roster construction because you know the Trey Young news came out right before I was going to add a live stream, and then you know I was going over to some Patreon. And I was hey, mess with mess with my build, mess with my build because that was the only time I really could mess with my lineup before lock. And I was like, hey, I can't get anything that I love with John Collins, so I think I'm actually going to fade him because the build I had because I was going Lou Williams with the captain that I was 100 percent going to do, but you know messing with builds with John Collins and it just like. I couldn't get anything where I felt really good. Like, it was either, like, leaving, like, 3,000 on the table or, because I was, obviously, I wanted to play Middleton, Drew Holly, then with Giannis, you know, the kind of the team jamming in approach. But if I want, like, Collins over Herder and Bogdanovich, then I was left in just a weird spot like, Cam Reddish, who I didn't really want to play, even though I think he, he did play pretty solid. Um, so, yeah, that, that was my reasoning. Collins obviously had a, a definitely a floor game, with uh with Trey Young out uh I can only talk about how I mean I know Giannis got injured but the Hawks are still beating them with Giannis in like what the NBA playoffs <laughs> expect the unexpected I mean really like no one no one thought the Hawks could, could even come close to winning this game with Trey Young out and they came out and blew out the bucks crazy stuff yeah John Collins only finished a four seven and one but um obviously the blowout hurt him a little bit Still, still a bad game for himself, for him. But yeah, all in all, again, great night for, for myself, great night for a lot of you. I didn't retweet retweet everyone because so many people actually I tied with a lot of you guys in this tournament. But I just want to say again, congrats to everyone. Love seeing this. Uh, you know, saw some new users take down. It's just it is great seeing you guys win. Uh, makes makes my day for sure. So. Yeah, again, good night for myself. Good night for a lot of you guys, and let's see if we can keep it rolling here for this showdown slate. So, Suns Clippers gonna two fifteen over under. The Suns are one point favorites here. So we'll start off with the Phoenix Suns, and kind yeah, of I just got I just got tilt a little bit. All right, I played I played Devin Booker. Okay, so don't play Devin Booker here. I played Devin Booker here. I played Devin Booker here. I played Devin Booker here. I don't play Devin Booker here. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Again, DFS in a nutshell. Like, can I just get him right? Um, but okay, so with Devin Booker, he's the most expensive Phoenix on. He's at 10.2k. I do not think he's a must. I do think that he is a little bit of a risk because when Chris Paul is in this lineup, these look at these peripheral stats, right? They're way down. Five and five, two and zero, four and three he's not handling the ball as much when Chris Paul is on the floor. So, Devin Booker, the ceiling is still there. However, the floor is much much lower and we saw it besides the last game the three previous of 29 29 29 fantasy points. So, Booker definitely in play. The upset is still there. However, I do think he is pretty risky because we've seen that floor. Now Chris Paul, I think I feel a little bit safer with it than, De- than Devin Booker. However, I think Devin Booker probably has a little bit more upside than Chris Paul. The reason I feel a little bit safer about Chris Paul is he's assist, right? 8, 7, 12. Obviously can get some rebounds, can score the ball. Playing big minutes, campaign, really not looking like himself after what he rolled that ankle. So Chris Paul, I think, is a slightly safer option of the two, of, of him and Devin Booker, again, because of the floor of the peripheral stats. And then DeAndre at 8.8K. Um, but a little up and down. I mean, last four games, 48, 35, 61, and then 29. You would have, so you would think against a small ball team, but it actually help him. It does. It actually hurts him when the Clippers go small because they pull him away from the basket. So if Ivica Zubac is in, that really helps DeAndre Ayton. If Zubac is out, I think that actually hurts Ayton a little bit because then they pull him away from the basket. He has worst game so far in the series. Only 10 points, 11 boards in 37 minutes. Now, with DeAndre Ayton, again, the minutes are there. Right? You don't have to worry about his minutes as long as you no know, foul trouble. He's going to play 35 to 40 minutes. He's a good rebounder. He'll probably get you a double-double. Uh, but I think he really succeeds here if Avicii if Zubash plays and starts. That's that's where I think I really want to get to DeAndre Ayton. Bridges, Crowder, I mean, they've been disappointing in this series. They really have. Minutes haven't been great on them. A little bit up and down uh, for, for Bridges. 26, then 39, then 28 the last three games. He's a guy that um, you know, kind of a three and D guy, I guess. You know, he did up to thirteen rebounds in one game, but a little bit of an outlier. A good defender, you know, got to knock down those corner threes. That's that's really where he's going to get a lot of his you know fantasy production. Obviously, can get some, some blocks and steals too, but he's just at a price point at six six where it's just more of a contrarian play for me. Like he still does possess upside. It's just hard for me to prioritize him. Kind of same with Jay Crowder. He's really been disappointing I minutes. Mean, yeah low 30s I would say but under 20 fancy points the last four games not been shooting the ball well however you know when he's getting that shot going he can go for 35 fancy points so you know Crowder and bridges still possess upside bull should be pretty low owned again though hard for me to really get excited about either of them or their respective prices you know campaign the price has really dropping him to 4.2k but he just doesn't look like himself however I think that that does that will make him somewhat low owned. And um, you know, he is still a decent point per minute guy. And if he gets close to 20 minutes, he can definitely be in the winning lineup. So I'm intrigued by campaign. I will say more of a contrarian value play at the moment. Now Cam Johnson had a really good game last game. He played 23 minutes, had 25 fans points. Normally, we're gonna get around 15 to 20 minutes for Cam Johnson, which I think makes him a fair value play. Right? We kind of know his role. Obviously, a decent score had a good game last game. Darius Arch. Probably gets around 8 to 10 mets backing up DeAndre Aiden, unless DeAndre Aiden gets in some foul trouble. But with Sarch, you no, know, he's a decent point-branding guy, can hit the threes. Again, I don't know if it's necessary to go to him though. Uh, more of a contrarian value play. And then Abdul Nader and Torrey Craig played a little bit. Nader played uh, nine mets. I think he actually came in for garbage time, so got a couple extra mets because of garbage time. And Torrey Craig saw uh, of mets last game too. I mean, I would probably rather take a shot in a guy like Torrey Craig over Abdul-Nadar. He had the DNP basically last game, but he played 11. That's, uh, I guess, the most recent game. He's a flat mid-price, and we actually have seen some upside games from Torrey Craig. So, I guess it's not the—I wouldn't be super shocked if he's in the winning lineup, right? If Torrey Craig can get 15 fancy points, he's most likely going to be in the winning lineup at 1K. So, Craig, definitely someone I think you can look to as a uh, risky punt play. All right, so let's move on to the Clippers. Paul George. So, you know, I mentioned I like the over on him in prize picks. So let's talk about this, right? Uh, besides the last game, 5 of 20, 9 of 26. So awful shooting games. 59 and 55 fancy points. He has still gone over that 54 and a half fancy point projection. So I like the over there in Paul George. And he had a good shooting game last game and went for 72. So Paul George, far and away the safest bend up on the board. Right, because with no Kawhi Leonard, he is just their do-it-all guy whereas the Suns. Obviously, it's the big three. So George, really like him. I think he's probably the optimal play in the captain spot for tomorrow's slate. Again, still no Kawhi Leonard. Reggie Jackson at 8-2. It feels priced about right. I don't have a super strong take on him. Obviously, he's gonna be their number two in offense. Obviously, he's a good shooter. Um, and does still possess some upside, but just seems priced about right. So, a fair play. Again, don't hate it, but don't love it. Now, Zubac is the key to this slate. First, if he plays and starts and there's no limit, I like him a lot. If he misses, we'll get to those wings. Batum, Morris, Terrence Mann becomes more playable. Those guys get a massive boost, and then, talk about Boogie in a sec, I think he'll be in play, but the price went way up on him. So, Can monitor the status of Vichy Zubac, especially, again, on prize picks, right, if you're playing that. Notifications on Fan Slabs, that would be my recommendation to you. If he gets rolled out, quickly go take the over first on Batuma, I would say, at 13. And then uh, Morris, I think, as well, because they're just going to play massive, massive minutes if Zubac is out. Now, Terrence Mann at 5K, I think will be a little bit lower-owned. Uh, only played 26 minutes last game, and the minutes, the minutes kind of fluctuate on him, but he'll, he's definitely going to be a, a part of this rotation for sure. Will probably start. Um, and still, you know, we, he has upside, right? We saw 50 fans points from him in game, what, six against Utah. So, um, Mann intrigues me. I think he'll be a little bit lower-owned than those wings uh, in, in Morris and Matum if and is out, but still in play. Now, Boogie Cousins, he was a guy that... So, it was funny, because... Uh, you know, before lock, I wasn't sure he was going to play. I was like, hey, I, I, the guys would really want to get to a Morrison-Bertune. But then someone uh, linked me uh, a tweet that said, DeMarcus Cousins will play. And my whole, you know, everything changed. I was like, hey, I am locking and loading Boogie Cousins. He was at a flat mid 1K. Because he's that good of a point from a guy. And the fact that we knew he was going to play, I was like, I'm just, I'm just going to play him. So in only 11 minutes, he went for 24 fancy points. Now, be careful with Boogie Cousins if Zubach plays, Boogie's going to get a DNP most likely. Now, if Zubach is out, Boogie will probably get a little bit of run off the bench. He was great as an offensive player. However, though, again, he just gets burned on the pick and rolls. And whenever he's out there, the Suns are going to get him in that pick and roll. So he's not going to play a ton. And now the price is up to 4.8. So now he becomes riskier. Right, if you play him, he's got to be very productive and is about 10 minutes off the bench. So uh, a lot riskier now in Boogie Cousins at that price. Pat Beverly, I think, is a safer option at 4.6. You know, not the best point for a guy, but has played 30-plus Mets the last couple games. He's only 4.6K. I think he's a pretty safe play. And then Marcus Morris, Nick Batum. Love both these guys as Zubac is out. Morse played 39 Mets last game, one for 31 fans points. Now he's probably not going to... He shot really well. He doesn't even have to shoot that well again, right? He is cheap enough where if there's no Zubac, he's going to have to play... All the mitts can handle, right? He played 39 mitts last game, and even Nick Batum off the bench played 30. Don't care that he only went for 15 fantasy points. Doesn't worry me at all. Nick Batum is a decent fantasy point for a guy. A guy can kind of stuff the stat sheet, can hit some threes, can get some blocks and steals. Really like him at 3K if there's no Zubosh. Now, if Zubash is in, then Morris and Batum become riskier, right? I think the mitts would go down for both, Um, Morris, I think would probably still get over 30, but Toom might hover in the 20 minute range. Both those guys would become riskier if Zubac is in fact in. And then finally, Luke Kennard at 1.8K is in play because he's super, super cheap, right? Kind of like a a Tory Craig-esque in the fact of the reason he's in play is because his price point at 1.8K. 19, 21, 13, 19 minutes. Obviously reliant on the scoring. We've seen four fancy points from him last couple games. So that is the floor. However, if he does knock out some shots... He can go for 20 feints points, so Canard, definitely viable. Again, more of a contrarian value play, though, at, at uh, because of the fact that he is so, so reliant on scoring. And that's it. Like, I don't think Rondo plays. Did Rondo play last game? 624? No. He, he had DNP. And yeah, that is it. Everyone else just got a couple of Mets in garbage time. So. That is gonna do it for the video today, guys. If you have been enjoying the content so far, I would really appreciate it if you have a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't want to upload videos and you know live. Again, I will be live tomorrow, so make sure to check out the live stream, guys. Very, very important. And the big new piece of news we're waiting on is a feature Zubach. But thanks again, have a great night, and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.